nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Uh, it's February, y'all. Uh, it's our month again, and it's Happy Black History Month. Welcome to the 18 Wells Podcast Talk Show. So you know what time it is. We got a movie review on the You People, Understanding Cultural Boundaries and Indifferences. So we're going to talk about this because a lot of people thought this movie was just supposed to be a comedy, but this movie had messages in it that you should have took and listened to because there is boundaries and indifferences when it comes into families and relationships. So I want to give it up to my favorite coach all the time. I got Lover Boy Lamont in the building. Yeah, boy. And then I got my girl Frey pushing Nay in here. Hey, y'all. And our girl Nick Nick is out, but maybe she'll join us. So give it up to my podcast host today. <laughs> Happy Black History Month, people. How y'all been? Pretty good, pretty good. What y'all, how y'all kick off y'all Black History Month? Y'all ain't get into no fights, no arguments. Y'all ain't started off the wrong way. I've you? been listening to I'm Black, 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 Black every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, so we got to celebrate this month. And I think this movie came out at the right time for us to talk about it because it is a lot going on in the world today, and especially understanding cultural differences and boundaries. So, level boy, we got a lot to talk about, but I want to first touch base on, you hear about this, was it a UFO? What, what, what's going on? Was it a, a, a balloon? A, uh, what was it? It was. They said it was a, Chinese, a balloon, balloon. Chinese balloon. Like, how does that happen, though? Mm-hmm. I didn't read too much when I, uh, I I saw something on it. So, what was it? Like, uh, it was in the air. It was in the air. They they said it was first spotted in Montana, and then uh, then it flew over, and a bunch of people was taking pictures of it and next thing you know it was spotted in South Carolina I guess on the coast of South Carolina they was waiting for it to get over water and then the military shot it down over water so if it's that easy to get a a balloon from China into the US what else can they get in over here what already don't they have and China has taken responsibility for it on an article I wrote they said it was a balloon that was went out of control or something and it what crossed over into the so what was that, how? hot air balloon I guess it was I mean it looked like it but you know the picture was kind of distorted yeah so like how does this happen how does something like into this the airspace. Get into, into our airspace like that I mean, ever since 9-11, things have already been crazy. So if it, if it was first spotted, paid attention in Montana, and China is on the other side, so what did it, where did it come in from? <laughs> do you think that they took responsibility, or do you think they kind of made us a, a threat? I think they made uh, a threat. I think they, it's a threat, or they're just making us look bad. I mean, it's just like, make us look like they were vulnerable. But they said, but they said, they said it was an accident, but they said now that we responded like that, make sure we carry that same energy. Yeah, but how could it be an accident? No, that's what I'm saying. How can you? How can a surveillance balloon accidentally get into the United States? 
So it was Savannah's balloon. Yeah. yeah. It was Savannah's balloon. And it was over top like, our military base. That ain't no coincidence. Oh, yeah, no. That, <laughs> and not just sense. our military base, but our military base that holds all of our like shit, like our dangerous shit. Oh, uh, yeah. they were they were trying to uh, count our inventory. I don't know. They doing something, but people, y'all better wake up because if it's that easy, then okay. What about Russia? Who next? <laughs> you know who else gonna send a balloon over over here? And I mean, this and, ain't no little I'm balloon. Sure the balloon had a camera on it. Taking pictures. I mean, it, was, it wasn't no little balloon. I'm talking yeah, about yeah. It, it wasn't like a balloon that we blow up. We talking about like like the balloon you ride on, like the yeah, balloon. like huge, bigger than that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think like the bottom part of it, they said was like size of three buses. So we're not talking about you, you down there talking about an air ship, like an aircraft. Air yeah, you know, in the sky. Was anybody in it? Who knows? That's the question. They shot, they shot it down. Say, well, if it was, wasn't nobody when they was going. Yeah, no <laughs> <laughs> was it drone operated? It could have been. I, I think, think probably drone, drone operated. operated. Yeah. yeah. But my thing is, where did it enter in from? Like, like, where did it come in from? Or was it already here? <laughs> Maybe. Questions on that, but y'all check into that. You know, I want to thank everybody for coming to this podcast. Make sure y'all check out our 18 wheel store and get some of that 18 spring water like they did. They got yes, because I've been drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's getting about to get warm. Well, it's warm down here in Florida. I don't know about up there where you at, bro, because y'all uh, been struggling a little bit last yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was cold as hell Saturday. We warmed up a little bit of that, but. Ooh, it was cold. It was like 15, 14 degrees out this mug, man. Oh, yeah. At least you ain't getting hit as hard as Texas because drivers, drivers are struggling out there in Texas. It's, get, it's better now in Dallas, Texas, man. You seen that 40-car truck pile up on the highway. They stuck on, I think it was I-20, stuck on black ice. So, y'all mm. drivers be careful out here because we probably got another, I think the groundhog did see his shadow. And we do got about another... Think what six more weeks of winter? Yep. So I think I'm just gonna stay my ass in Florida. <laughs> um, I get you. You super, you, you superstitious. Hey, I believe in that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you know, black cat wash your pad. Don't lay your head on the bed. Don't split a pole. You know, I was raised on that southern superstition in my why house. You, so. Why you? Why are you still eating hot dogs in the dark then? Ah, uh, nah. That's, 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 a, that's a lover. That's a lover boy thing right there. <laughs> Look, he's very superstitious. You know, damn well he had a goddamn old lights on. He eating in the dark. But why are you eating that's in the a... dark? It goes down better. <laughs> so, lover boy. Let's talk about them sports, brothers. That time, we're getting close to Super Bowl time. Close to Super Bowl. Close to Super Bowl. Man, oh, man. But this was an interesting one this weekend. We had the Pro Bowl. Uh, not like the conventional Pro Bowl where you would see the AFC against the NFC and be a game. This time, they revamped it a little bit. It was flag football and also had five skill competitions. Well... We had the NFC win one of the skill competitions. It was uh, 33 to 27. It was led by uh, 
Geno Smith with the win against Tyler Hudley in the AFC. But then you had the uh, NFC, the six-point deficit game with Kirk Cousins, and he led uh, to win the NFC over Dirk Carr. And that's how it, it was just, it was just crazy. Flag football, no contact. I wasn't, I really wasn't used to this. I'm, but I, well, I will say one thing. I got my popcorn ready. I wish I could be in Phoenix to watch this next one because the Super Bowl is, going, is not going to disappoint. This ain't going to be flag football. This is going to be gridiron football at its best. Smash mouth and a lot of betting going on. A lot of those DraftKings. It's going to be a lot of betting going on, I'm telling you. I don't know who, who you got. I know who I'm going with. I, I, I'm going with this guy, Philadelphia. He, he, he's, he's been a phenomenal quarterback all year long. And I just think it's time. Mahomes had his time. He shined. He got three titles. But now it's time for this guy. You don't know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Jalen Hurts. Stay tuned next week. Woo! So you telling me flag football, bro? That's what the Pro Bowl was. Really? Yeah, it was flag football. You know, I know how NBA they do it with the uh, skills challenge, throwing the ball, uh, uh, throwing the ball through this. You know how they trying to they take a page out of the NBA, and they don't want nobody getting hurt because that's one of the things people want to get rid of the ball for years now because people are like I'm playing for what? What am I playing for? To say I'm in the Pro Bowl, but then I get hurt and I'm out for the season. Well, you know, they, yeah, they just want to, you know, a little, come in. They might as well end it then. If it's going yeah, to get I, to that point, they might as well end I, it. I always thought they should end it because, for one, they don't ever give it their all anymore. You know, it's not like it's not like a badge of honor like you saying, you know, I, I'm in a Pro Bowl, man. I'm going to the Pro Bowl. Now, I understand that, you know, the qualifications of getting in the Pro Bowl, you got to be all world. But when they get out there, they don't do all worldly things. They be like, man, I could have watched something else. Hmm. Yeah. I would say they should get rid of it. Hey, y'all, I got a question. Did y'all... What's up? I got a question. Did y'all hear about the um, the school that served the food to the kids on the first day of Black History Month? No, what did they say? They did what? <laughs> so, yeah, they served them chicken, waffles, and watermelon. Oh, man. Where was That's this at? Where was this? Um, it was a middle school in New York. Nah, we ain't hear about food, that one. They used a food vendor called Aramark. Yeah, I know about yeah, Aramark. So they wind up sending out an apology because it was that wasn't even what was on the menu for that day. Mm. But somehow it was delivered to be served for the school on the first day. Watermelon. Like man, that, that, somebody, somebody, somebody need to... Uh, be held accountable for that, man. Whoever That's was crazy. the planner for that, somebody did that on purpose. That wasn't no yeah. accident. Yeah. <laughs> the people was mad. Was I mad. bet they was. You go home, and, mommy. The chicken was good, and we had waffles. You had chicken and waffles. It was no, like that's the Roscoe's. sad part. It was the kids that was complaining that they thought it was. I mean, worse. It yeah, because they know the symbolism of it. You know, watermelon, chicken, and waffles. <laughs> God damn. And they said, the kids said what made them feel like it was so weird was they don't normally serve them watermelon because of the seeds. So for that to be on the menu, it was really, it wasn't even something that they could normally get. 
That's crazy, man. Yeah, that is crazy. But yeah, I just wanted to see you talk about that. Gotta check into that. But without further ado, let's talk about the NBA because it, it went down. It, it went down in the NBA. I mean, if you've been sitting under a rock and haven't been watching your tube, your television, your channel, your station, man, it went down in the NBA with this blockbuster trade. You had Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, he demanded a, a trade because um, Joe Sy of the Nets, the owner, he just was not willing to commit that $200 million deal. And, um, well, he got traded. He went to the Dallas Mavericks. Well, he be, uh, well, he'll be uh, joining, um, you know, Luka Doncic. I think it's going to work out because both of those two uh, dramatic players, they both can get the ball in. Both can drive, but the question is, who's going to have the ball and who's hand? That's the only thing I'm worried about because, man, Luka Doncic and Kyrie. And for real, the Dallas Mavericks didn't uh, really give up that much. They gave up Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith and a couple draft picks, and they got that done. And LeBron James, he was so salty, he tweeted about it because he thought they had a chance on this, and he didn't. Um, he tweeted... Is it just me? Well, unfortunately, it was just him because he just didn't get the job done. And he's questioning the Lakers organization of why this happened. But let's talk about the games that did happen. We had the Wizards taking on the Nets. The Wizards, 123. The Nets, 125. We had Chris Dapozingas. He had 38 points, two assists with five rebounds. Denny Avia, 23 points. Three assists with six rebounds. And Monte Morris, he had 18 points, eight assists with five rebounds. Let's talk about the Nets. No Kyrie, no Kevin Durant. Cam Thomas, he had 44 points, five assists with six rebounds. Edward Sumner, he had 29 points, three assists with two rebounds. And the Nets get the win. Next game, we had those Clippers take on the Knicks. The Clippers, 134. The Knicks, 128. This guy, Kawhi Leonard, back in his bag again. Kawhi Leonard, he had 35 points, three assists, and five rebounds. Paul George, not to disappoint, he had 30 points, five assists, and eight rebounds. And Noah Powell, he had 24 points, three assists, and seven rebounds. Let's talk about those Knicks. Jalen Bronson, he had 41 big ones, seven assists, and five rebounds. Julius, the big dog, Randall, getting it done with a double-double. He had 28 points, 7 assists, and 11 rebounds. And the Clippers get the win. Next game, the Blazers took on the Bulls. Blazers 121, Bulls 129. Dame time. Dame Lillard was back in his bag, stirring up a whole pot of mess. He had 40 points, 5 assists, 5 rebounds. Anthony Simmons, 27 points, 5 assists, no rebounds. Let's talk about the Bulls, though. Zach Levine, 36 points, 5 assists, and 6 rebounds. Nikola, no, Nikola Vucevic, he had 23 points, 4 assists, with 11 rebounds. Professor, give me some help. What was that? That was a double-double, man. I think oh, they did man. that shit on purpose, though, with that trade, man. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. DeMar DeRozan, he had 27 points, 7 assists, and 7 rebounds. 
and the Bulls get the win. Next up, you had those Warriors taking on the Mavs. Warriors 119, Mavs 113. Steph the Chef Curry, 21 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds. Draymond Green doing his thing, 17 points, 9 assists, and 9 rebounds. Killer Clay Thompson, 14 points, 3 assists, 2 rebounds. Let's talk about the Mavs. It was like the Last Supper. Spencer Dinwiddie, he had 25 points, 4 assists, and 5 rebounds. Tim Hardaway Jr., 22 points, 2 assists, with 4 rebounds. And Dorian Finney-Smith, he finished the supper off. He had 18 points, 2 assists, with 9 rebounds. They'll be joining the Nets. Next game, you had the Lakers taking on the Pelicans. Lakers, 126. Pelicans, 128. And the Pelicans get the win. Let's talk about it, though. LeBron James, 27 points, 66, 9 rebounds. Anthony Davis, 34 points, 3 assists, 14 rebounds, capping off that double-double. Russell Westbrook, 15 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds. And let's talk about something coming to hunt you. I'm talking about Brandon Ingram of the Pelicans hunting his old team. 35 points, 4 assists, and 5 rebounds. LeBron James regretting he let this kid go. CJ McCollum, he had 20 points, 7 assists with 2 rebounds. Troy Murphy, 21 points and 5 rebounds. And the Pelicans get the win. In more notable games of the NBA, we had the Nuggets taking on the Wolves. The Nuggets, 98. The Wolves, 128. The Cavs took on the Pacers. Cavs, 122. The Pacers, 103. The Magics took on the Hornets. Magics, 119. Hornets, 113. The Raptors took on the Grizzlies. The Raptors, 106. The Grizzlies, 103. And here goes my pick three of the night. If you are a betting man, bet on this. The Cavs will take on the Wizards. I'm going with the Wizards. The Celtics will take on the Pistons. I'm rolling with the Celtics. And the Bucks will face the Blazers. I'm rolling with the Bucks. Giannis in the house. And that'll be all for the NBA, NFL, and whatever sports I detail to bring you. Because, man, look out. I can't wait till next Sunday. You know what time it is. And I'm out. Give it up for that boy with them sports, man. I think they was trying to. They didn't want y'all to stack up their team again. That's why we didn't begin. We didn't let uh, Tyree go to the Lakers. That's what that was about. You know what I mean? Yeah, what the, what the owner said, he was not sending him over there. He didn't want he didn't want Kyrie to go where Kyrie wanted to go. So he wanted to, like, hold his hand and be like, nah, it's not happening. Uh-uh. Oh, Mavs is good. He's got a good owner over there, so he be in good oh, yeah. hands with Mark Cuban. Oh, yeah. Mark Cuban take care of him, you know. He's a he's a I, I I I do like Mark Cuban, so I think he'll do well over there. Nay nay, freight pusher, come on, give us some of that anointment. Let's talk about let these people hear something. Hey hey y'all. So today I just wanted to start with I choose. I choose to live by choice, not by chance. To be motivated, not manipulated. To be useful, not used. To make changes, not excuses. To excel, not compete. I choose self-esteem over self-pity. I choose to listen to my inner voice, not the random opinion of others. And today, I choose to be me. And I ask that you choose to be you. Yes, you feel great pushing with the word of the day. Yeah. I oh, choose. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
I'm talking about give it up for Freight Pusher with that I choose on Black History Month. I like that. I like that. Positive energy already. Did anybody hear about this one? This lady stole over a hundred one point five million dollars worth of chicken wings. Did y'all hear about this? <laughs> I heard about that. Like why? I'm like, like why? I said either she was <laughs> opening up a restaurant or she just really loved chicken that much. Oh, you know, she had somebody ready to buy that chicken. Yeah, you know, man. She was wholesaling that chicken off for oh a my God. good price. <laughs> you know. Yeah, she gonna need that money chicken. for a good bell. Nah, but yeah, but why? <laughs> I'm like, that's a whole lot of chicken. I'm like, I'm, I wanna know where did she store this chicken at? You know, they say never came to the school. And here go the wild part, what got her caught. They said because never ever had they ordered chicken with bones. And they did an audit. And like, oh, who ordered all this goddamn chicken? We don't even bring chicken to the school with bones. And her hey, name was all over the planet. They wanted them flats. That's what she <laughs> was. <laughs> she went to the wrong restaurant. They wanted them flats. And she yeah, was get them flats. That's what it is. How black people are, and they want them flats instead of them drumsticks. That's what crazy, happened. Crazy, man. Hey, I'm people like, doing man. some wild shit these days. I bro. see, but she, she had a plan. It just, just went wrong. Mm. I I think about how much she made before it went wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder how much she made. made Because I know she ain't ordered all that chicken at one time. So she She probably probably ordered some french fries to go with it. They just ain't get that yet. (laughs) I mean, what are they going to, what's she going to get? What? Probation or something? Shit. No, no, no. That's a lot of, that's, that's, look how much, it's a 1.5 billion. That's then you know they gonna get her for theft from the school. Uh, That's gonna know, be federal. It's a whole truckload though. And yeah, she like sixty. No, she was doing this for 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 a while. It's one no truckload. More than truckload. She had this shit coming in. She more than probably like thirty truckloads. She was, See, she was moving chicken like she was moving drugs. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Like how her phone calls be. Phone be like, hey, 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 hey. Tell Tony, man, they out back on the corner, man. Left them in the box. Tony come and pick them jokes up. It had to go from the distributor to the truck driver to her. She had she had inside connections to make that happen. Yeah, she probably was contacting all the Popeyes, KFC. Hey, man, I got the wings. Well, she's doing it for a while to see that because you know in the trucking industry things do fall off the truck. You know what I mean? You know, so to say. So it's the school industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So things fall off the truck. You know, they over quite over ordered over ordered cases and and they had enough for the kids, but it was some extra cases. So she probably was hitting them up maybe five, ten cases every delivery. To hit that one point five. No, they they was they, was, they wasn't being kids. delivered. They wasn't being delivered to her house. I mean to the she school. Was from the school. No, they but they wasn't being delivered to the school. So, so where'd she get them? How'd she probably had them going to her house because that's you know the audit was it like fell off the truck. Yeah, you know, so it's like that's shit. A, that's how it worked. <laughs> you know how it worked, bro. It fell off. The yeah, truck. she yes. had the she had the truck connection. She had the truck connection. She had 
The truck connection has somebody in the warehouse connection. That's how that shit work. It trickles down. So she ain't gonna be the only one that's going down unless she unless she loyal. Yeah, loyal with it then. Loyal to the wing. And she's sixty something yeah. years old, so you know, she done seen, you know, a quarter or maybe half of her life, so you know. Could you imagine her first day in jail? They serve chicken, she be mad as a motherfucker. <laughs> like, God damn, I wasn't expecting this shit. Well, you came in on a Friday, God damn. That is wild. <laughs> $1.5 million in chicken. We going to jail. Yeah, for chicken. For today's topic, we're going to do a movie review on this. You people understand the culture boundaries and differences. And I know a lot of people have watched this movie because it is number one on Netflix. So we want to discuss it. It says Black History Month. So we should discuss the things that happen. Who saw the movie? Just tell us what you did. What do you think about the movie, bro? Uh, I got around to watching it, watch and uh, it was a good movie. Uh, basically, it was like a sort of this guy. You know, he was struggling. He didn't have balls, and he didn't have any balls and nuts. That was the main thing. You know, he didn't have any balls and nuts, and people were walking over him. And uh, he met this met this girl on a win. Cause he couldn't get 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 the dating game right, and he, and he met this girl, and they had chemistry, and this chemistry, you know, brought on some changes in his life, and he liked those changes, and she liked those changes. But both of them were like they was going through something with uh, the significant others, and uh, basically, you know, they they fell in love. But when they well, fell the, in love, well, the thing was he couldn't find nobody to, he couldn't find anybody. That he related to. You know yeah, to compliment him. Well, he 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 they can understand the culture because he was a white man, a Jewish white man that's into our culture. Yeah. Some would call that man a culture vulture. Yeah, I mean that, that's what that, Eddie Murphy. That's what Eddie threw as a culture vulture. Like you know, you you trying to come around here, speak our language and all this stuff, but you're not really about that life. You know, and then Eddie yeah, he, pre- he prejudged him. Eddie prejudged him, and you know, Eddie wanted to see him fail because Eddie, you know, he was a he was a Muslim. And he was like, ain't no way in the world I'm gonna have my daughter dating or marrying the Great White Hope. You know what I'm saying? So he couldn't get the pad. And the mom, she was just at first. I thought I was looking. To, I thought it like the, maybe the mom just doesn't know what she's doing because you know, so you know, people of that ethnicity they they sometimes could be unaware. So I, just, me, I when I first watched, I was like, well, maybe she just don't know, because she was just she saying know. the wildest stuff out of her mouth, and you know, and then the girl just put her in a place. She was like, oh, let me, know. I'm not your kid, I'm not your toy, and all that. So I was like, okay. So but maybe she, didn't she didn't know. know. She didn't know, but she kind of like put her on a pedestal, like she was like a new toy that came in the family. I think yeah. she, she was trying. She was doing too much. Yeah, she was you trying know, she to relate to something she, she couldn't relate to. Like, I mean, even his father, every time, I don't know what what it's about, what exhibit. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I really don't know why he feel that, you know, I guess it was, you know. I like think he some, saw Pimp, I think what it is, you know, he saw Pimp My Ride. And from Pimp My Ride, he looked at it like, well, this are all black people are, so I love exhibit. MTV. Well, that's the same way. That's the same way how some other 
culture, they always think that every black person listens to rap music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They think that just be just like how he said, she said where she was from, and they was like, "Oh, do you know Magic Johnson?" I'm like, no, she don't know Magic Johnson. Just because, <laughs> like all just because all black people know each other. Supposed to know shit. Magic Johnson, you know, like, and that happens in that's true shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because that person eat chitlin. Don't me, I eat no goddamn chillin'. I ain't eat no nasty ass chillin'. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's so that's that was one of the main key points of the movie is showing the differences. And like even on the black side, Eddie Murphy was wrong for prejudging him because yeah, you were Muslim. And just like how I was watching Godfather Harlem, and I don't know if you checked out the last episode of Godfather Harlem, but as you remember when Malcolm went to Mecca. You know, Malcolm was a racist himself. Yeah, racist. Black people. Until he went to Mecca. You know what I'm saying? And he saw that it was all different colors of Muslims. Yeah. You know? So, Eddie Murphy kind of prejudged him. You can't, because of his skin, of course, he partied. You know, did a lot of cocaine. You know, I think mm-hmm. that, was, that was the worst thing he ever could have did was go on his bachelor party. That was wrong. So Eddie definitely was wrong. Yeah, Eddie, 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 he knew damn well what he was doing. You know, he was premeditated how he did. You know, he went there basically to fuck his day up and to make sure, or just to see what he was about. But remember at the end, I mean, they had some good points, especially the Dom chicken there when she made the scenario of how a man cheating and a, a woman, you know, and a woman is always gonna be the woman that she's never gonna forget. She's going, did you do this? Did you do yeah, that? Yeah. And then she said that, you know, like, y'all are the ones that's cheating and we are the ones that are, can't get past it. And y'all mm-hmm. still doing shit to this day. And he understood it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But how far can you go in the culture? Because, you know, they, I know they talk about, like, Seth Rogen and stuff like that. You know, if you look in the culture, they was calling him nigga all day. You know, like, nigga this, nigga that, nigga that. You know, they, you know, just to say it, they were giving him their name. But he knew he could not say it. You know what I'm saying? He could not say the N-word back to them, you know? But some people feel that it's justified that some cultures feel that they can say it because they grew up in our community and they know it's like part of the language that we speak. And it's not. Yeah, I, I, so I actually... So how do y'all feel about that? I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of times people grow up in these neighborhoods or grow up around people and, you know, they like... I know people who like I, I, I work with people and they grew up probably in a black environment and you know they think it's cool to say the n-word because they've been around and what the problem is is you might have been around but that doesn't give you the right and whoever you were around should have put you in your place but they didn't so they let it go on so now he outside in the real world what's up my nigga what? Yo, yo, what's up, my nigga? Nah, 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 nah. Ain't no what's up, my nigga. And and that's what they thought, you know, with him. Like, you know, you you around these people and, you know, you can't be doing it, you know? And uh, Eddie tricked the shit out of him when he had him with a hoodie. I was like, oh, Lord, he, he in the fucking yeah, uh, the brick you know? <laughs> Eddie, yeah, and Eddie was like, yeah, they gonna take your manhood. You know what I'm saying? So Eddie also wanted to see, did he have heart? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you're a white oh, boy. Well, he that proved hard. him wrong on that basketball court, though. He he showed Eddie, you know, that he got a little... He really couldn't play, for real. They just made him look like he could play. But at least they showed... He showed them that he had some heart on the court. Nah, Jonah, Jonah Hill was out there scoring, man. He was knocking free, man. <laughs> he showed... He, Eddie didn't... Eddie, Eddie was out there to see him fail. But he showed Eddie, like, man, I don't know who... <laughs> I might can't jump, but I can show enough shoot. Yeah, I mean, Eddie Murphy, he was thought because Eddie Murphy was in the movie that the movie was just supposed to be a fun movie. But the movie was supposed to bring light to the situation that's going on, especially when we talk about between the black, black and the Jewish community. You know, like I know a lot of Jewish people, and they are great. But, like, in the movie... They made a, a scenario of trying to compare slavery with the Holocaust. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that is something that you cannot compare at all. You know what I mean? With slavery to the Holocaust. The Holocaust was what? One man that wanted just to eliminate a race. Slavery was people coming in and treating people like animals and folks and stuff like that, taking them against their will. You know, and it's still going on to this day. It's just they're getting paid tons of money to do it, you know. And I did like the way how they pushed on that situation of bringing a difference between what, the, you know, of, of the Holocaust and slavery. So those are like some of the key points that I saw. And, then, you know, I'm, I'm a father like Eddie that, that has a daughter that that um, dates biracial, you know. She dates the other the other Caucasian race. And I understand where he come from. Yeah, we do as black men, we do give them a hard time because that is our daughters. You know what I mean? Those are our daughters. I'm not saying it's right, but that is our daughters. We do want them the best. But it took me a while to find the good in in him, you know. And he's a great guy. So when I see that movie, I kind of see. Uh, I kind of did the same thing, you know, a little bit, just not to Eddie's extent, you know. Eddie took it to the took it to the one hundred, but so, you know, so what kind of what kind of tricks did you play on him? Your mother, father ever told you don't don't bring home no black woman? Well, that's what I wanted to ask. What tricks you played? No, I mean, what tricks did you play? stern. It wasn't really no trick. I wasn't doing all that. <laughs> just I was just being stern, like. Don't even fuck my daughter. Fuck you. <laughs> That's what it is. But just being stern. Like, say, Vincent, that ain't stern. how would you That's feel if your daughter brought home a white man? <laughs> What'd you say? It's stern on the podcast. <laughs> I, I mean, you know. To each his own. It's stern to each his on the own. podcast. <laughs> to, to, to each his own. You got. You also got to look at it like. Man, with today's society, you don't want to be seen as a racist person. But you got you got your standards also. Like, man, I don't, I don't we don't get down like that. We ain't trying to mix sugar and creams together with some black coffee. But it happens because no one you can't stop you can't stop no one from loving someone else. You know what I'm saying? You might get intervene all you want, but love conquers all. How would you feel if your daughter brought home a white man? 
How would you I'd feel? I'd be like, uh, you got the wrong door. In your eyes, would you feel <laughs> like Eddie Murphy or? I mean, I mean, I mean, I would probably see. I would, I would, I would definitely want to see what's his game plan. I want to know his background. I want to know his game plan. I want to know what's on his mind. I want to know like what do you bring to the table? I'm betting him. I'm, I'm trying to see what am I getting? What are you getting? Cause you entering my own. You know, you gonna take the the Jackson out my daughter's name. And maybe turn to uh, Spencer or some shit. We don't know. <laughs> so I need to know. I might. Right. I need to know. You know what's what's the deal? Before I could, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna set him down. I'm gonna ask him where he come from. I want to know where his grandfather came from. I want to know <laughs> so that way I kind of figure out who am I dealing with. That's true. What well, about you, to, and you ain't never with your dad ever told you don't bring home no, no white man? Because I know my mom always said it, don't don't bring no white girls in this house. I'm like, come on, mom. <laughs> come on, mom. It's just like eating ice cream. He's No, my dad was pretty um, open once he finally allowed us, but um, no, he didn't. He didn't stop us from like any way. My sister, she has a um, a biracial child. So no. Come in. Look at the boy. Got now my mother was like, "Uh-uh, don't be bringing up." <laughs> yeah, my mom said the same thing too. But I mean, like to this day, I think she was she's different now. Because I'm like, how how you gonna say, it, mom? Back in the day, you dated a white guy. Like, come on, man. Yeah, how why, you going well, see, she, she dated a white guy. She dated a white guy. That's what she's trying to tell you. Don't bring him in. She already seen what could happen. No, that was before then. I'm talking about that was before then. And then later on, then she switched over to the race at one time. So, like, hey, she, she, can, tried to, can. she tried to see was the cream better than the black coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but see, it's a, it's a lot of... It's a lot of things going on. I don't know if y'all saw a lot of things on social media because, you know, some other races are doing stuff to black women that's humiliating them. I think it's it's not our generation. It's this new generation, this young generation where, peeing on. you know, they're just doing stuff, you know, like pulling wigs off in public and, you know, pulling their wigs off while they on, just doing stupid stuff that they think is funny. Like, you know, uh, paint their faces and things of that nature and i don't know if it's just for the clout but you know as us in our generation we look at it like yo that's disrespectful yeah, like very how how could you be with somebody don't that's have no respect like i don't even think they have that in their dictionaries of respect but a lot of these kids having kids so yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's like the the generation of uh, what if you're 20, 20 to thirty, you got you got a kid or coming up. You know what I'm saying? You're not you're not teaching that kid what you should teach them. So they now mm-hmm. they think it's funny. They think everything is a joke. Everything is funny. So you know, be surprised your kid come home and he's dressed up in white face. Like, oh shit, what's going on? You know, vice versa. It's, 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 yeah, it's the norm. Um, um, Caucasian people having a um. Blackface party. Uh, who? I couldn't hear you. Man. They were having a blackface party. I think I saw that. Yeah, you saw that? that? Yeah, like yeah. they was all and they was listening to like rap music and like 
And to them, they think that oh, shit is that's what it so was. Funny. It was Dear White People. It was a movie. Y'all seen mm-hmm. that movie, Dear White People? No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta go check that one out. Like, they all in black faces and they partying. They, I guess, supposed to be acting like how they say we act. Mm. So, yeah. Now, on this, on this movie, they still. I still feel that the parents had too much control because even at the end of the movie, they they threw them a whole wedding without it, without yeah. them even acknowledging. Like, what if they just wanted to take it slow? It's like they they okay they they, 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 they made their mind up for them. Yeah, yeah, they made their mind up for them at the end, and that's something that I would never want to do to my kids or want my parents do that to me. <laughs> but I get it though because they looked at it like okay, they were going to get married. Right, they're going to get married. We caused this, so what we're going to do is try to fix it. Which they they still were meddling, but I think it was meddling because they stopped them from even being around. They they almost just 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 this girl clearly loved this man. This man clearly loved this woman, but they knew if if their parents felt a certain kind of way that it would never work out. So when they finally what they put to side and were able to start to understand one another it 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 brought transparency to the conversation and that's why they said you know what we're gonna make, we're gonna set it up and get these two together and they're gonna get married because we already wasted enough of their time hmm. you got a question here innovator would it make a difference if your daughter brought home a rich white man <laughs> what's that What's this goddamn credit score? Hey, <laughs> yes. hey well, well, my dad said I would at least got a back porch off his ass and a wash and dry. <laughs> For real, you definitely could have got that. So I don't know. Like, I don't think it would make a difference because I'd, ra- I'd rather, I'd rather her have a, a good guy that's going to respect her than a thug that's going to disrespect her beat on her and things of that nature or any man that beat on yeah. her you know well well I, like i said if, if my daughter even bought on her a rich white man well then i know okay he's, he's rich but money's not gonna make make me feel at ease i, I i'm looking at it from a standpoint of like, well you can just because a lot of times people with money they feel they can disrespect the other because they don't have could be controlling so could yeah controlling. so now he figured you know where you come from poverty I come from wealth. You hear what I'm saying, or, or else, you know what I'm saying. So then you find yourself eating crumbs off the table, mm. you know. Because a lot of females. They... Go ahead, what you say? I said because a lot of females. That's that's what happened to the females back in the day with our race uh, growing up. You know, if the man he made the money, he made he made the rules. Sit your ass down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going out. What time? You... Don't ask me a question. I'm gonna be back. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing. The white person gonna say, "Hey, you sat down in my house. This is my house. I bought paid for this house." And she gonna feel like, you know, like, "Damn, how did I, why I married this man? He's very controlling." But they just but had then, an interview about that though. Um, it was some black girls. I mean, sorry, yeah, it was some black girls, and they were interviewing. What's that talk show with a dude? I meant the little podcast. He be disrespecting women all the time. He go on viral because he always disrespecting women. But anyway, they had it on a podcast, and the white, the black women were saying they preferred dating Caucasian men because with Caucasian men, you don't have to worry about the 
they're more lovable. Um, they said African-American men are more aggressive. They said, like, you don't have to worry about them doing the things that you want. Like, they gonna do it when you date Caucasian guys. And they were all saying the same thing. We could say the same thing. Yeah, because they're they're easy going. They're easy going. All right. (laughs) That's why they say uh, black men always go get them a white girl, you know, because they can tell them what to do. But that's honestly really not true. There's some some tough white girls out here. Like, they are. I think it's more so of uh, the the, the look. That's what it is. I mean, look at Kim K and all these other ones, the exotic well, look and stuff well, like well, that. Well, white men have a rule, and the rule is don't date none of our women that we wouldn't date. So they catch you one of these, oh, man, <laughs> this your girl? Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Hey, but it shouldn't be like that, though. I mean, you should be able to date a person and don't look at their skin tone and then they think that's where it in this movie that's what they were trying to do but the family just had so much backlash i think it was more eddie than more the other side yeah Yeah. like like i said i thought i thought that the female generally she was trying to be she 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 tried to fit in with the culture but she would just open her mouth and ruin it every time every, every time she opened her mouth it was just like oh my god what the be quiet, you know what I mean? And but with they, Eddie, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. But they did touch some some spots on of like I don't know if you remember the part where had Lala in it when, when they went to the little when they when they went to the bachelor party and you know they was loud in the in the um, lobby and then Nia Long was like, "Who's all this making all this noise?" You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they always put as black women when they get in groups of being loud. So oh, I I feel that the movie kind of took a stab at our culture too. You know what I'm saying? Of us being loud, us being ghetto all the time. And, you know, I kind of took it like they kind of stabbed us a little bit in some of those in some of those um, scenes and stuff. Uh, the bat, you know, the same way of when he went to the barbershop, you know, you know, and sometimes it's not always like that when it's a barbershop. So I kind of think they took yeah. jabs at each culture, even when in the Jewish culture, when he went at the beginning, when he was in there, of course, you always hearing about, you know, pedophiles and stuff like that. And it's, you know, that doctor asked to see his penis and he like, you are orthodontist, like, why you want to go to the bathroom to see my penis? Mm-hmm. So I think they was taking jabs at trying to make it funny, but they also was taking jabs at each culture and stuff too on that. What do you think about that? Uh, I think some of it was true. I mean, not as a whole. You can't speak of nobody as a whole because everybody is different. But I think that um, in scenes that African American people can be loud. <laughs> like we're we're much more louder and not that it gotta be loud being disrespectful it ain't gotta be loud um but think, we just have a loud projection yeah we want to be seen so they would probably that's what i was about to say maybe want to be seen. seen 
Yeah. Or maybe we just don't know. Maybe we just don't care. You know what I mean? Because we're enjoying ourselves. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how many times y'all been in the airport and y'all see a whole group of black people and they the loudest people in the airport. Look, you just like, said it. <laughs> <laughs> I think they the that they were bringing acknowledgement to how we are as people on both sides and how we can you know how we interact with each other because you know sometimes if you've never been in an interracial relationship you may wonder you know how is it being in that relationship but i think it kind of brought yeah. an open eye to it's that it's a light 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 it's yeah. it's hard like you think you yeah. gotta you think when you meet your uh your girl's parents for the first time you know they're looking at you from all where he's black and you know he, he doesn't have a job or he's trying to get it together but on the other spectrum it's like Man, oh shit, this is like a job job. It's like I'm doing overtime every time I meet your parents. Like they always constantly questioning me. So so how's the job interview to go? Or how, how how's your studies? You know, they all being dumbass questions. It make you say, look, I'm gonna stay in the car next time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well it was one scene in there that remember when she lost her she lost the deal because they thought she was yeah. they thought she went to Harvard and then he was like hey let me call my dad's friend and see if he can pull some connections and then she was like no I don't want you to put him in there I want to do this on my own or this and that but he was like what's wrong I'm your future husband I'm trying to help if he has the connection why would she accept it or was that her just being the black that was her being that, 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 yeah that's what that was that was her saying look I don't. I understand that you my man and all, but look, I was I was pulling this goddamn train before you even came over here, and I worked too hard for. She worked too hard with her background to put her background of how hard she worked to to the side when all she can do is make a phone call. Now, somebody who don't really care about what they've been through in life, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, call your buddy up, man, hell yeah. But somebody who understands like. The, the vigorous hours of education I pulled in, man, I'm, I, I'm not even using that to get by. I'm using my my husband's white privilege. But is it wrong for her to accept this help? I mean, she's about to be a well. We got some questions. Mimi said that that was her showing her independence. Hmm. But that's about to be her husband. He's supposed to help. Too much help. Keisha said, Keisha said, isn't it amazing the same thing people stereotype is being mimicked now by other races? Isn't it amazing the same thing about? It is. It absolutely is. I, I feel it is. Um, and Mimi, Mimi said it's not wrong or wrong. Hmm. But get back to this question: Is is it amazing that people stereotype as being mimicked by other races? It is. I mean, our culture has pushed a lot of things for, you know, music, the way they promote things, you know, the way we do things and stuff. Basketball, football, baseball. The culture has changed to become as one, but I still, in certain coaches they are still not going to accept this for who we who are, we are. <laughs> i don't i don't think that we'll ever truly be accepted it's just the way it is you know what i'm saying it's like we're always going to be looked upon looked frowned upon like 
look at this guy. What is he doing here? Because you're looking at it like, well, I'm trying to better myself. I'm trying to get in these certain circles. They're looking at you like, look at him. He'll never be one of us. You know what I'm saying? And that's just being real. Mm. You know? I mean, that's like one of the things, like, say about how Beyonce is getting all this backlash of doing that $24 million performance in Dubai. But she's so into women's rights and LBGTQ community. Of course, we know Dubai. You, you can't know none of that over there. Uh, and the man has to say so over there. Um, but they say like, oh, she did it, but $24 million. She, I mean, right. she didn't need it, but it's like, did she go, she went against all her beliefs? Well, you know, she, but it's twenty four million dollars for an hour and a half. <laughs> she did, but she, hey, she, hey, sometimes you got to go out there and do what you got to do. I mean, she is a performer. People do it for there. way less on the time. Exactly. I would have did it for a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand dollars. Just send me to Dubai. <laughs> Pretty much, Keisha. Keisha said maybe we should stop trying to be accepted. Pretty much. <laughs> One of the worst things I see uh, is like when uh, Caucasians come get on my bus and they take the wrong bus and I drive them all through the hood and they be, they be looking at, to me when I look in their eyes, they're like amazed, one, like it's so much poverty and two, they're like, oh my gosh, like they, they're, it's really true. They are wild heathens. I mean, because I be saying to myself when I'm driving, Please don't let shit break out on the bus. Because ain't nothing like them when they go back and tell that story. And what happened, Grandpa? Well, we wound up going through the hood. It was just like you said. That's crazy out there. You know, you be like, I done had people get on the bus and they just intentionally make it known to make these, you know, Caucasians feel uncomfortable. I be like, man, this shit about to get crazy. They start talking about all race this, race that. And they be like, well, I, that's why sometimes I ask them, where are you going? Normally they want to go in the mall, they want to go down to see the monuments, but when they want to, when they, if I don't ask, and they wind up over on MLK, and I ain't talking about MLK, God on with the statue at, I'm talking about by the big chair, you know, it's, it's a whole different little sketch thing, like, wow, that chair is so big, who's sitting in there, a giant? Nah, <laughs> God damn <laughs> But, <laughs> some jokes... You know, we can't say to them and they can't say to us. It's like, I know a lot of Caucasian people, a lot of good friends, but it seemed like when they're around, you know, our culture, they got to try to crack a joke or, did you hear what David Chappelle said? It's, you know, like, why can't be, light. what, 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 whoever, what, what's the other comedian? You know, Simon Yassai said, Seinfeld said, like, but why has to be, did you see this, this Chappelle thing, like, like trying to be there? They try, they try to relate to you. Like, yeah, but I, you, I, 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 I gotta break the ice. Like, I really gotta break the ice. Yeah, or, hey, have you tasted, you eat, do you eat soul food? Like, uh, yeah, what's wrong? It's like, it's just good cooking, you know? Like, oh. a lot of people, a lot of, uh, Caucasian Southerners eat soul food in the South. So I think I, I don't I don't I don't know. It's just I don't know why that some people feel that is how that's how they have to relate to us is through chicken, watermelon, uh, 
black comedians or basketball. I got peas. So, so basically, okay. a, a, a Caucasian man comes over your house and you got all this food and he says, Wow, where's the watermelon? Are you going to look at him and be like, What the fuck? Are you going to be like, Oh, you should get it. Hey, don't, don't or are you going to say, Don't believe the hype? I'm like, We don't have any today. This is a black barbecue. My first barbecue additional watermelon? What the hell? I'm like, Come on, have, T. We don't have any today. And let me, I, I had a, last year I had invited one of my friends, Michael. You know Michael. Uh, he's like an Italian guy. So, of course, Italians, they always kiss on the cheeks, especially the women. The women, they always kiss the women on both their cheeks. And when he came in, of course, you coming into a Thanksgiving and nothing but black people you know so and it came in every first thing everybody looked like who's this guy you know what i'm saying like everybody's in the race, like who's this guy you know and then he came and kissed my mom on the cheek she's like oh oh because she wasn't used to that you know like and she's like why did he kiss me like that like mom he's italian that's how they, that's how they do things in, in his country you know so like some people are not used to that culture and then they look down on it just like in this movie when that when she walked up normally black people they'll look but they won't just shut down and be like who this white person like that you know a lot you know and when she came over they just stopped talking and just looked at her and just was like who's this white woman like that and honestly we don't do that you know what i mean we might say it in each other's ears like who's that you know what i mean like that but we don't we don't break that shit down and right in front of them like how they did it on the movie. I mean, they did it again at the wedding reception. Like, no, nah, oh, they you... do. They do do that to you. Tripping. When a black person nah, says, and they in the 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 groups, they and the when they, they, do that, yeah, that's what I'm hood. saying. And they was this from the hood, hood, evidently. But this is not the hood, though. But we, they we was from the hood. No, we talking about typical. Black oh, people. typical. They wasn't, yeah, we talking about just typical black people. We ain't gotta be from the hood to do that i'm just talking about you going to a, a, a an event and it's like say this is like the black caucus event boom of course you know it's gonna be a lot of black people there but if, they, if a white person come they're not gonna you're not gonna be like who invited this white person like like just we stop. need to talk we need to talk about this more we who invited sharice <laughs> well if you haven't seen the movie you people Make sure y'all check it out, y'all, because it's a lot of key points that y'all should check out and watch this movie, and then y'all know what we're talking about. And that's why it's getting a lot of attention on social media, because it's not about the comedy. It's about what's actually going on in the movie, which you deal with out here in the streets. And if you have daughters or, or, or you are in a biracial relationship, you might understand what's going on. So I want to thank everybody for coming out to this podcast. Make sure y'all check out this when it's downloaded to the Spotify, AHA Radio, and all your other platforms. And make sure y'all check out that 18-wheel store and get you some of that water while you can get it. And we will see you guys on next Monday. See y'all. Oh boy.